Hey there, this is Crystal Mitchell. I am the Salty Christian. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. I hope and pray that you are blessed by it, that you gain some kind of insight or perspective of the Lord that maybe you hadn't considered before, or maybe not in a while. It seems to be transition time. So as we move into a discussion that uh, Tina O'Neill and I um, had and want to share with you about her daughter who has um, who who has been a little bit more challenging uh, to raise, having a lot of uh, different needs um, that her other children did not have uh, to face. Um, it just seems fitting that we could go into that with our hearts open to, uh, the message she has, which is fully on the beauty of, I don't know, things turning out different than we plan. Uh, the beauty of seeing the Lord in things uh, that we may call a challenge. Um, things that challenge us tend to help us to look more like our Christ. And so please join me in a celebration between two friends. Um, the, the gift of this human uh, experience as we get to share things with one another. So let's do it. I feel like my spirit man is like jumping up and down inside of me. I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> I just, I just, I literally in the physical, literally just like curled my body up like a little, I don't know, uh, like a little kid, just that excitement, you know, that that pure joy that I see that radiates from Marley. And when she like, I told Chad, I said, Chad, if I had not been through some of the things I've been through, I think Marley is that image for me of what I would have been like without being contained. And I'm learning as you and I have been talking about all of this stuff, you know, and having these conversations about identity that, through Marley, you know, um, wow, I just really had that realization that I want to be a little more like Marley, you know, mm-hmm. like that song, I want to be uh, more like Jesus and less like me. And Marley, for me, is such a beautiful picture of that because she's so free and so uncontained and she doesn't hide her joy and she finds joy in everything, mm-hmm. everything. My spirit in me just physically jumped for joy as yours was with you, Crystal. I feel the complete same way. Marley absolutely is a a a facet of the Lord that he has gifted through her to us to remind us of that free childlike spirit that yes. is so open and out there, like you said, um, to remind us of that gift from the Lord. Joy is our inheritance and she is 
so that in the flesh, Lord, let it never, ever change. Thank you, Lord, for the things that don't really make sense in the world, which kind of scare us. You know, it's not always easy to see you in those things that are gifts from you. And, um, you know, sometimes it takes miracles and working through and, and fighting for, and then we see, wow, look at this. I know you and I have talked about that before Tina in the process of, uh, you know, Marley becoming, healthy and you guys just going through what you went through to bring you into a free place and seeing like a reset uh, of, okay, what's important? What's not? Let's, what do we do now um, in these trying times? And just what a beautiful, beautiful living testimony of a family in the kingdom of God coming into the rightful place. And I just got to tell you, I'll let you respond to that if you want to. Well, it, it's, um, thank you, Crystal. The, the thing I, I was reading last night, I'm not trying to get caught up with um, the Bible plan and uh, God's timing is just so perfect. So last night I was reading and I just have gotten to the book of Deuteronomy and I was reading the beginning chapters and it was talking about being on that edge, that edge of where you were and where you're being told that you're going into this new land, this new territory, the promised land, right? And how we respond when we're on that edge and I'm looking at it and and looking at how the Israelites were responding when the Lord and, and the chapter is a lot about remembrance. Remember what he did for you in the wilderness. Remember the manna that was provided. And I wore a shirt to church last Sunday and it said Jesus is enough. And as we're approaching Easter, obviously. That's heavily on my mind and I'm reading Deuteronomy and I'm reading through and I remember being with Marley at that place. And I remember her therapist saying to me one day, I told her, I said, I feel like I'm living on the edge. And she said, oh, but the view. Wow, friends, Tina just dropped a truth bomb on us, didn't she? We know the promises he's told us. We know the desires of our heart uh, he's put there. If we've submitted those to him and gone through this process, um, many times it takes doing that over and over and over again. Um, but yeah. Oh, wow. Having people around you that have seen where you are and see the potential and call that forward to bring hope. Um, encouragement is a gift of the spirit. It is a gift from the Lord. If you are an encourager, uh, please let those words roll off of your, your lips because uh, that is a gift from the Lord. So I'm so thankful for that therapist being willing and able to say, oh my goodness, just wait, you know, let me paint a picture for you and, um, and what a gift that was for 
Tina and her family at that point of fatigue in their true battle. Today, more things that are petty bother me than when I was in a real true battle. Um, Like what you're describing, what you fighting for your daughter's life. Um, Little things probably didn't bother you as much. And sometimes they probably set you off quicker, you know, than (laughs) anything because you're just under the weight of so much. But nonetheless, you had a real battle you were facing. And I think that it is a good thing to remember that um, whether we are in that place of fighting a real battle and in fatigue or we're simply fatigued that they're real needs and that either way he is enough. He is enough. He's enough for the, for the view standing at that place. And he's enough in the actual promised land. You know, there's still, there's still land to be conquered. It's still there for the taking, but from the place of being his, from the place of recognizing and coming into just saying, yes, I will go. I will take that next step. And then being okay that if it's not about you that day, then no, that grow up enough while we have this childlike spirit and we have joy as our inheritance, let's grow up enough together that we can say, you know what? Today may not be about me and I'm going to still show up and I'm going to look for the need and I'm going to help meet that person who might be where I was that I'm called to remember and Mm -hmm. help them to say, you know what? This is what happened to me. And if that's all we have is to say, this happened to me. And if we're walking it out, we don't need to say anything more. That enough is hope enough. That's enough. We should be walking it to say, oh, no, no, you don't understand. (laughs) You don't understand where I've been. You don't understand these things that I faced and I don't have to prove or convince you of anything because I'm living proof that Jesus is alive and that he is enough for you. And if you don't need him, you don't need that. If that's not your story, then that's okay. I'm not here as someone's savior or convincer or no Holy spirit to nobody. I just have what I have to offer and the rest is up to him. And it's such a free place to be. And it, it's, it is the power. I'm reading last night and I'm reading Deuteronomy and reading about the remembrance. And I'm thinking about the woman because it's been on my mind, the woman who says it is well with my soul. And I'm like, do people really know when they're getting that? And when they're saying that, what that woman endured, she lost her son. You know, mm-hmm. do we live in a life postured? That, like Habakkuk, who climbs up and says, whatever you have for me, Lord, I'm willing to take whatever you have for me and say it, you know? Mm. Are we postured like that? Are we postured that it is well with our soul? And are we postured that you are enough? You Mm -hmm. are our manna, our bread of life. I just have to submit something to you that would bring you to a place to see 
as I've witnessed this morning, the way that the Lord works sometimes. He literally took every dream and desire that is good and godly and scriptural and presented it in a way that required a complete giving of someone to someone else who has received those things already. Now, let's go back and and just let me be clear in case I just lost you. So, you want to adopt children, and you've been given a church family and a community uh, where you could do this and be supported and loved and move forward. All the desires of your heart that you've always longed for are now there, aligning. And you continue walking out the plan. And as it becomes more and more of a struggle, you begin to wonder where the Lord is. And all the while, He's there. And when those specific things that you long for become human and become real, like they're born, they're birthed. Um, at what distance are we willing to go to align with the Lord in making that happen, allowing Him to make that happen? That's what I've witnessed this morning. I have witnessed a couple who love the Lord with all their heart, who struggle with this humanness that we have. And instead of receiving, receiving, receiving and demanding and defining and walking out what they know is the plan the Lord has for them, they have opened their hands and said, okay, this hurts and it doesn't make sense, but I'm willing to go where the Lord wants me to. And I don't know why these things aren't happening here, but okay. Uh, yes, Lord, I'll say yes to you again in the midst of this pain and struggle. And the Lord has shown up like and and realigned what uh, the plan is that is in their heart and the location of it. And, you know, the home they've built is now going to another family that has already arrived at that place. They've adopted um, the home that's been prepared for these good things um, are being given forward to another person. And the the family that is longing for these righteous things are now being uprooted and moved. To leave what they've built, which the heart kind of, when we don't have our landing place, our heart can become a little sick. You know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So I just have to tell you that in the middle of the process, in the middle of you know, already not yet at the same time, I trust him. He is so worthy 
and he's such an adventurer and trust him. It is worth it. Your plans might not be defined as you would want them, but this is a big world he's created and he is a big God. So if you have not invited him in to your plan and and if have a plan big enough to require him to show up, then I must ask you if you're living big enough. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I truly hope that it blesses you and that you just can't wait to share it with your friends and it blesses them too and on and on. Thank you again. I look forward to uh, our next episode. I plan to post every Thursday. So um, we'll see you then. Take care.